Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. The next retreat is, I think it's called Awakening in a Dying World, is that right? Well, that's what that means. At the end of the night of history, when everyone finally uh, comes out of denial that the world is dying, uh, that's when uh, the, the light of real uh, redemption and uh, salvation appears. And it's a shock to everyone. You know, Shiva likes to shock people. Uh, but it's a, it's a beautiful uh, revelation that no, indeed, there was no cause for despair. All is well. Yes, the world will die, but it'll be reborn. Don't worry about it. Nothing is lost that is real. It was only a dream. If you can get that and, uh, and float with it rather than, uh, you know, be horrified that the world you thought was real is going to disappear, you know, then uh, you are able to redream a better version of it and of yourself along the way. But dealing with death is a very, uh, let's say, um, contorted operation for most human beings. There was a famous um, scientist, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. I don't know if people have heard of her. I had the very good fortune of spending some time with Elizabeth. She was in Marin County when I was there, and, uh, and I, I was invited to to spend some time with her. She smoked constantly, chain smoked. Very nervous woman uh, who, uh, you know, talking about dealing with death without anxiety was not really walking or talk, but nonetheless, uh, uh, she was a, a beautiful uh, being. And she came up with this five phase process that uh, the ego has to go through in facing one's physical death. And, uh, and, and, but it's really, it, it applies to all traumas or, or, or cataclysmic events that are inevitable that one, uh, one cannot avoid. But death is the obvious one that everyone's going to have to deal with. So the first phase is denial. And, uh, and of course, no, I'm not going to die. There's nothing wrong. Uh, this chemo will save me, you know, or uh, I'll take this magic pill or... I'll visit that uh, shaman in Peru and uh, he'll cure me, or you know, whatever it is. The denial is uh, uh, that, that it can't happen to me, it can't happen to us, it can't happen here to this planet, you know, God wouldn't let it, those kinds of things. Uh, when one comes out of denial, then the next phase is anger. And uh, how can you do this, you know? Uh, and, uh, Fury at whether it's God, the medical system, your family, uh, whatever, uh, you'll demonize somebody. They'll pay the price for the fact that you have to die. But uh, nonetheless, uh, your anger eventually wears out and death is still inevitable. So the third phase is bargaining. 
where you begin to say, okay, God, what if I uh, really do good and, you know, I, I, I stop the cocaine and, I, you know, I stop this and that and uh, I go to church every Sunday and, you know, I'll be a good boy or girl. So uh, one will try to do that, but uh, generally it doesn't work. I have bad news for you. And uh, the, uh, the bargaining process uh, generally then leads to depression or despair as the, uh, the fourth phase. And one says, well then, it's not worth doing anything. I might as well die now. I, the whole thing was worthless. What was the point of life if you have to die? Uh, I hate it all and uh, blah, 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 right? So the depression takes one into a, a state of uh, a collapse. But even that is not a final phase. One finally gets up off the floor and accepts it. Okay, fifth phase, acceptance. I can, I can accept my death. And she stopped there. But uh, I actually think we have to add two more phases. Okay, which is not untypical of me. Uh, but uh, I think after acceptance, you, you start getting your, your intelligence in gear and say, well, wait a minute, do I die? What about a paradigm shift, okay? That's phase six, all right? It's only my body that's gonna die. Hey, that's not so bad, okay? I, I'd like to get a better model anyway, you know? Uh, so uh, as one shifts the paradigm, one begins to see advantages in this. Oh, hey, there's a lot of debts I don't have to pay here. And you know, I could take some really good vacations real quickly and not have to pay it off. You know? uh, anyway, the, the, uh, the, the mind you know, begins to think about, uh, uh, okay, you know, this is a good thing. So, uh, of course, I'm joking about some of the phenomenal plane uses of, de of a dying body, but uh, the, uh, the paradigm shift actually brings one to a state of triumph over death. The seventh phase is victory, because you realize that you're not a dying animal, you are an ever eternally living God. And once you can realize that, then death is a piece of cake. Okay, but are you willing to make the paradigm shift, you see? And it's hard to do it when you're actually dying. It's much easier to make it a little bit ahead of time, you know, and then when that time comes, you oh, okay, yeah, I know, I'm ready for that one. And you don't have to go through all those phases because they're not all that nice. So. Anyway, I recommend going straight to phase seven. But uh, you have to be willing to shift your paradigm now to recognize how reality actually works and that life and death are simply illusory processes within a much larger frame of reference that does not change. If you can accept that then, uh, and then resonate there and, and actually live in that state, then the death of the body really will not even be an event that uh, will, will register on your Richter scale. So this is the, the issue. We all have to go through uh, not only the physical death that awaits the organism, but many little deaths along the way. Every time there's a breakup or a divorce, that's a death. 
you know, and, and those little deaths of things that one took for granted that cause one's life to change. Every separation with a loved one, every uh, new uh, entry into uh, an unknown uh, life in, in which you have lost all of the, the props you held on to and the people who uh, applauded you and said, go for it, were behind you. And you're suddenly standing all alone in uh, a cold, cruel world, but you are at least following your vision. You see, you have to be able to go through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. So long before death, uh, you got to go through this valley of its shadow probably a number of times. And, uh, and, and begin to dance with the shadow. So along the way of dancing with the shadow, you begin to recognize that in order to do that dance, you want to be accompanied by the light. Your consciousness, the more that it is attuned to the light, the more that the shadow is washed out and is proven to be an illusion. And so it is, it is the, the union with the light, which is what yoga means, the marriage, the wedding to the light, and the source of power that can overcome death. Uh, that is what gives the strength and the, the wisdom and the, the capacity uh, to, uh, to leap uh, across the abyss of the unknowable uh, dimension beyond uh, the phenomenal world that, uh, that brings one through the land of death and, and uh, into that of eternal life, through the emptiness, we could say, into the fullness. And the more that it is not simply a leap of faith, but a clear... Uh, understanding that one has in one's heart, a power, not just a belief. The more that power then is like a jet pack in which you can fly over, you know, the, the water in between and land in the promised land. You mentioned the Echo Retreat. Ah, oh, yeah, I didn't finish talking about it. <laughs> okay, so we're in a dying world. We have to come out of denial that we're in a dying world. But uh, once we come out of denial and we go through those phases and we don't stop at acceptance, yeah, the world is dying, you know, uh, eat, drink, and be merry, or let's pray and, you know, try to get over our sins and whatever. No, what if we do a paradigm shift and we realize, no, the world is not actually dying. The world is in a process of rebirth. And why don't we be part of what's being born, not part of what's dying? And uh, by uh, accepting that the power that gave birth to the world in the first place is still here, we can harness that power because that power will allow that to be able to have continuity and yet modification. See, that's the, the difference. What is a transformation? It, it is a transformation means you continue, but you're different. So uh, the caterpillar does not uh, continue, 
except as a butterfly. It's different, right? There's a transformation. But we would also have to say, no, the butterfly is the caterpillar, right? So it is and it is not. And, and so our world is going through that kind of a paradoxical modification in which Kali Yuga dies, but Sat Yuga is born. And how that happens can only be known at the moment you enter the singularity and have the intelligence that understands this whole process. Okay, which is not a, a scientific process, it's a miraculous process. It's way beyond anything science could imagine. So once that has been uh, understood, one can go through that even in advance and begin to bring in those forces of the real that are able to um, support the, um, the transitional process so that there isn't a collapse uh, in a premature way and one is able to move in such a way that the, 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 the rebuilding of the new is able to happen without the, the extinction of the old until the metamorphosis has been complete and suffering is minimized. And in fact, it's eliminated completely. So this is the most benevolent possible process. But it doesn't look that way to the ego. But if you awaken to the truth of what's happening, that will create a paradigm shift in which you will realize that all of this is a blessing, including the, the worst cataclysms, seemingly, that we are going to face. Because it's a dream and no one really dies and none of this really causes harm, only at the apparent level. Once we have realized that for ourselves, we can understand that with others and have compassion that is also dispassion because they're safe. You don't need to be a rescuer. But what you do have to do is rescue yourself from the illusion. And once you have done that, then the, uh, the world is no longer a dying world. The, the world is a world in constant evolution that is now going to reach a higher level of self-realization. And nothing is lost but a, a tremendous new unfoldment at a higher level of consciousness will ensue. So it's, it's that uh, paradigm shift that we require in order to be able to take advantage of what's going on rather than be uh, destroyed by it. And to use it, to use this knowledge as a win-win uh, for everyone. There don't have to be losers in this. Although some, especially the current elites, will think they are losing power and some new world order will emerge. It's not actually like that. But only when you understand the nature of the benevolence of the uh, creator Will, will that be clear as to the destiny of all the beings who are participating in uh, act five of this play that is going to lead to the deus ex machina that will bring uh, glory to all and not uh, defamation or defeat or some condemnation to hell, but in fact, liberation.
Okay? So the, the, the retreat is, is simply to give enough information that everyone can then make use of it on their own. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.